0: You're listening to the Weekend Sweep Sports Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. Back with a new episode this week. With the Redskins game being pushed back this week, obviously, got an episode coming to you a little bit later, but. First off here in the fast break, I'm going to cover what we usually do. Alexander Ovechkin uh, is up to 752 goals. Uh, What was the tweet you guys just saw about that?
1: Yeah, Wayne Gretzky tweeted. um,
2: He said, he had a quote. He said, it's not even a question that he will pass me, and I think it's great. He's well on his way to 40 or 50 goals this year, maybe more. There's no doubt that ultimately he will break my record. So there you got the real goat saying that. Ovechkin will probably pass him. Uh pretty neat to see. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh
0: next with the Wizards, uh, gonna be playing in New York tomorrow night. And keep it moving. Yeah, <laughs> keep they, it well, moving. I was gonna say the big the big news keep coming out moving. of that is Rui's actually traveling with the team to New York. Still isn't clear if he's playing yet or not. But keep it moving. moving. <laughs> Glad that he's finally getting back out there. So hopefully we'll see him on the court eventually. Um Next topic we're going to quickly go over um, is the recent COVID spikes and obviously in all of those professional sports. Um, Nets were short eight players tonight, so they, I mean a game with the uh, Trailblazers got postponed for them. Adam Silver came out and said the other day that he has no plans right now on um, canceling all games or postponing all games like the NHL is doing. Um, obviously the NHL isn't having games until the 27th, gave me and Gabe. Little bit of a scare as we're going next week on the 29th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, obviously, that's kind of been a problem. Nick Backstrom on the caps just came back last week on uh, from injury, and I think after playing one game, went on the COVID list. So obviously, that sucks. Um, and the NHL, actually, the NHL and the Players Association voted that they none of the NHL players were going to play in the Olympics this year. I saw that. Which yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah that
1: must be tough for the, yeah. the guys because. It sucks because it's like you got, uh, you know, with the Olympics pushed back from, you know, last year into this, this summer, it's, it's tough because these athletes work their entire lives. I mean, obviously the NHL players are playing in the NHL, but it just, it's it's tough times in the, you know, in the sports world and for, for everybody at the moment. So it really stinks that, you know, these players want to play for their country and they're not going to have the opportunity. This Olympics are going to have to wait another four years. So yeah. I feel for them on that. Um Another thing, in, in the college Michigan football team, I
0: read that they're almost 100% vaccinated and they're actually all getting the booster as a team, I think, tomorrow or the next day. This came out right before the college football committee came out with the new uh, playoff rules where a team can forfeit. If one team uh, has COVID and can't play, the other team wins basically wins by default. And, which I think is the, the stupidest thing I've ever heard Girl, that even, in the, sucks, even in the championship game put a new um, team in there Yeah, <laughs> even in the championship game my Michigan pick uh, looking good right now also, yeah, also <laughs> okay. in, yeah. in the championship if both teams can't play it's a no contest that's a COVID-19 a no
2: contest for the national that's championship to be, that's, a no ridiculous. Contest. On, that's yeah. ridiculous and
0: say you get to two semifinal games and three of the teams can't play that one team is the national championship hey man Cincinnati, so, yeah, Cincinnati. Like,
1: that's the only way to beat in Alabama Okay. Just watch. Joe, Joe Burrow was just talking about how nobody's getting COVID on the Bengals because there's nothing to do in Cincinnati, so uh, the college saw, football yeah. team might be on a, a good pace right uh, yeah, now. I, saw that, I mean,
0: and then like in the uh, NFL, obviously, a couple teams have been hit really hard. The Skins, obviously, Chiefs have gotten it, I and mean, a lot Rams. of big, yeah, a lot of big name players have come down with it. But I think
2: it said 160 players in the NFL last week uh, tested positive out of the 32 teams so let's do the math that's a pretty crazy statistic and uh, you know the nfl is doing what they can to try and keep the product on the field uh, but uh you know it's uh if, if it keeps up at this rate um it's a pretty uh pretty significant rate it'll be interesting to see if they can sustain it you know
0: yeah um that's Definitely something to keep keep your eyes on. But, yeah,
1: especially with the playoffs coming, it's going to be. Uh, yeah. It could get messy. And I, yeah, man, um, it reminds it just reminds me of. Sorry to keep cutting you off, but just reminds me of 2019 when you know this kind of began. Obviously the uh, the football season was over, but I remember actually was it the week that I no, it was the week before I got COVID back in the beginning of 2020, and I was about to watch uh the Pelicans and the Kings game. And they, <laughs> Immediately canceled that, and then it was like sports Rudy, Rudy were completely canceled. Yeah, yeah, like Rudy Gobert got in it. Minutes, the world and wrapped shot it, yeah, it up after, the, like, licking, after licking all the mics yeah, after or something, yeah. Or yeah. Touching <laughs> all the <laughs> mics. Oh boy! But he didn't have no defense against COVID nineteen. Let's like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Anyway, moving on. Duke basketball
0: getting back into the groove of things tonight. Uh, opening up ACC play um, against Tech. Eight and four Tech team. Uh, actually tipping off in a. About twelve minutes here, um, so hopefully get back on track. Still had been three and zero last week, but didn't play really anybody worth their salt. Yeah, so. man, I, th-
2: I said we'd roll through the states. <laughs> one you know, of the states they, dropped out. Yeah, one of the states couldn't make it, <laughs> yeah. but uh, we picked up Elon and went in and took care of our third W of the week, three and zero. Uh, big big win for your boy. Yeah. What was that? Three and zero last week, and we, uh, we
0: both were. Yeah,
2: Yeah I think I, I think as a group we're what four or five and zero with our locks of the week last week. So uh, hey, put your money where your mouth is, folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on here, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, our sound producer Jack. Uh, if you obviously watching this episode, you heard the new intro at the beginning of the episode. The uh, man hooked it up hooked it up for us, so you're going to be hearing that from here on out at the beginning of the episode. Uh, We've got a little bit of an ad read for him. So Jack is currently attending Northern Virginia Community College, pursuing a degree in audio engineering and would eventually like to pursue music production and sound. Um, for serious inquiries, you can contact him at jackharlow331 at gmail.com for the best in beats, intros, interludes, and more, all with a customized sound. Jack provides the best quality of work at an unbeatable price with a satisfaction guarantee. Whether you have a podcast, are pursuing music, or anything in between, Jack can work with you to find a sound that best fits your personality and image and will be essential to your success. If your podcast, music, etc. is important to you, Jack should be too. Once again, that's jackcarlo 331 at gmail.com for serious inquiries. Go ahead and tell them the boys from the weekend Sweep sent you. Thank you. So next, the real Jack Harlow. Yeah, the real, the real Jack, Jack Harlow. Harlo. Yeah,
1: Jack. He's what's popping.
0: <laughs> Moving on here. First main topic. Um, once again, we'll probably all be dragging our feet through this segment, but Skins take a tough 27-17 loss to the Eagles last night. Fall to six and eight. Heard we. I ha- heard uh, some of our audience here. Um, cough, cough. Tommy Henry, scumbag Eagles fans, <laughs> gonna talk about beating half a half a DC team. We'll see you in two weeks. But, uh, Happy pres- birthday, bro. Yeah, appreciate the, <laughs> appreciate the view, though. That's, that's The list. Um, but, whatever. Yeah, uh, man, where do we start? Couple I mean, couple uh, stats here, obviously. Garrett Gilbert, 20 for 31. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> 194 <laughs> yeah. yards. Actually, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, they showed Garrett Gilbert before the game started, and my man's chin strap was crooked. I knew <clears> right <throat> then that we were going to lose. Um, <laughs> If you've ever played football in your life, Connor can obviously attest to this. That is the probably the number one sign how you know somebody is cut is if that their chin strap's crooked. So, I mean, the guy, the guy is a bum. I mean, I looked at his Instagram yesterday. You would you he doesn't have a single football picture. You wouldn't even be able to tell that this dude is playing NFL. You know, he's making his second career start. Whatever. I mean, he certainly didn't lose the game force, but. Uh, Tony Gibson, 15 carries for 26 yards and a touchdown. Uh Terry, two receptions for 51 yards. Had Obviously had the one long one. Um, the Eagles ran the ball 41 times for 238 yards. Um, that's, how you, that's
1: how you beat a depleted defense, though, yeah, so they came exactly. in with the right Yeah. I mean, mindset. And, and, you
0: know, the D-line had to play a lot and you know, a lot of snaps. Um, they just looked really gassed in the second half. Jalen Hurts had a day, 20 for 26, uh, 298. Uh a touchdown, probably the luckiest pick I've ever seen in football, bouncing off the back of somebody's foot. Shout out um, to Collins. Yeah, but also eight carries, 38 yards, and two touchdowns. But, and, you know, you look at some of the guys, some of the key guys we had out, obviously Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, McKissick's still out, um, Brandon Sheriff didn't play, Curtis Samuel. I mean, Connor said a few weeks ago, Curtis Samuel should be arrested for you know, stealing money
2: from the organization, yeah, right. man, that dude's about to be out for the year now. Yeah. he's got another injury, third injury of the year. Uh, what's he got? Four four catches on the year, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. Dan, here, I have
1: to so dance Dan Snyder allows bank robbery, so this is not surprising. <laughs> um, I saw a tweet
0: the other day. Curtis Samuel missed the summer. In the first three weeks, he came, comes back, um, plays a game and a half, gained twenty seven yards. Misses seven more weeks, then comes back. Um for three games and gets five touches for eleven yards
2: and that is now five touches once again He is out. Thank you for your service. So obviously
1: yeah. yeah, I mean obviously the guy's hurt and you know, in camp, right? So what are we doing? I mean, are we this is you know I, I trust our coaching staff, but are we trying to put players back on the field too quickly because, you know, you know, we're not we're not performing or what? I'd be curious to kinda of dive into that because at the end of the day the player has a say in it, but why are we, you know, are we rushing people back that are injured? I don't, I don't want to see that. Like, yeah. Let the guys get healthy, man. It's tough, but I mean, I'm sure it's tough to the, manage. The game, sure.
0: I don't know. It was, it's just tough mm-hmm. to watch because it's one of those games where obviously you knew you were going to lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, for, it was no Me doubt and Connor talked in about Philly. It. Yeah, in Philly, Philly, we're flying our benches up there. Like, I mean, who cares? First of all, we're going to fly our benches to our next three away games. I think that's the dumbest thing. I think we should worry about, you know putting a little bit of effort out over the field before we worry about shipping our benches off to wherever the heck we're going. But, you know, but we got to stay warm. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you watch the game, and like you said, you, knew, you had a feeling it wasn't going to go well, but also the whole time you're watching it, you just can't help to think, you know, how different the game could have been had we had the guys, you know, well, had a full playbook. Well, know? the
2: thing is, the most frustrating part is, if we went out last night, right, Garrett Gilbert throws three interceptions. Uh, we lose that game 21-3, to three, right? I understand that. But Garrett Gilbert really wasn't that bad. He really wasn't, right? He didn't do anything spectacular. And our offense was certainly limited, right? Our playbook, our normal playbook wasn't in play. Um, but just the way we lost, the way they just ran right through us, um, we said it on the podcast last week. We had to stop the run. And we talked about Jalen Hurts a lot, but Jalen Hurts was banged up. So he really wasn't a part of their run game like he normally is last night. And we still couldn't stop him. Um, And we had a lot of our front seven. Those guys, a lot of those guys were back. Uh, Jonathan Allen was back. Ioannidis was back. Montez Sweat was back. We had both our starting linebackers. Uh, Deron Payne was still in there. And they ran right through us. Um, So that was disappointing. So to lose in that fashion, um, I didn't think we would we would lose like that. I thought we'd be able to stop their run a little bit. <clears throat> so that was disappointing. Um, I think the guy that really really hurt us was Cam Curl. I think Cam Curl is a baller. I think we're seeing that now. Not only can he cover, but he also can play in the box. He's a great tackler. Um, Landon got hurt, so that hurt us, you know, later in the game as well. Um, and then you know, not having Kendall Fuller as well. You know, we're we're basically playing guys in our secondary. There was a point yesterday where Bobby McCain was the last starter we had, so right? Bobby McCain, and it's it, you know, yeah. Let me tell you what that boy Bobby McCain, like that boy, ain't never catching COVID. I Bob- promise you. Bobby, Bobby McCain ain't never catch catching COVID. COVID. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, everybody in the league will catch it before he does. I I assure you, he'll be there next Sunday. Yeah. Um So so yeah so it, you know it's just frustrating and. um you know, like I said, I think I think Garrett Gilbert did just about as much as you could ask of him. Uh, he put a great ball on uh on Adam Humphreys in the end zone that should have been a touchdown catch that hit right off his chest. Um the ball he threw to Terry, the long ball, he should have put that one out there. That's a touchdown if he puts it out there a little bit farther. Uh but he made you know, he made some pretty good throws and I, I mean, mean he kept us in the game. I did think we were a little conservative at times. We were. I mean you we were. Be, and, and, but... Yeah, I mean you they weren't gonna come out there with a uh with, you know, with a game plan where he's thrown all over the yeah. field. You which, also got to think which I about, understand. When,
0: did, when did we sign him? Like, Friday? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so like, how much probably, does he actually he probably goes. He probably goes to bed on Thursday night, you know, yeah. preparing for part of, you know, part of the Patriots play this weekend.
1: Yeah. He was
2: whoever they played. I'd played. have rather had
1: Connor run on Wildcat <laughs> yeah. offense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least he's in shape <laughs> catching, you know, <laughs> I mean, <probably>. criminals.
2: But... <laughs> Part of the reason we we signed him is because uh, he was in Carolina. He does know. Uh, course, Rob everybody Guerra. in Carolina He does works. Knows, He does yeah, knows, right? You know. He does know uh, Scott Turner's offense. So that's part of the reason why we signed him. But uh, just disappointing overall, and um, it just, it's just scrappy, man. We're we're at a point here where we're uh, you know we basically <laughs> need to win. Yeah, three we needed games to win. In a in a yeah, yeah, we basically got to win. Three we got to win road out here, pretty much, to get a um, And you know, I, I'll give it to the Eagles. I mean, the, the Eagles are a pretty good team, and uh, I really like Jalen Hurts. I really like the offense that they run. And I mean, how many times have we talked about this the last couple of weeks? You got to be able to run the ball at the end of the year to win games, and the Eagles can do that, right? They can run the ball well, you know, with their running backs, with their with their quarterback. Um, you know, you know, at some point they're going to have to throw it, and Jalen Rager is going to catch it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we're going to see. Yeah.
1: That's a tough one coming after the Dallas game. It was like, man, we were hyped up for the Philly game, and then all the COVID stuff started coming out, and it's like, oh, a loss is inevitable. Now maybe we can uh, get healthy and get back at these boys. Um, It's tough to
0: um, – I have a couple notes here, just looking forward to the Dallas game. Obviously – they talk about playing a Monday night game, having the short week, and obviously just playing on Tuesday. So yeah. We've got an ultra-short week here. Um, first bullet point is just get guys back. Obviously, the guys who haven't – maybe a quarterback, either one, I would honestly yeah, like take to have at one this back. point. Um, you know, I say that as Cole Holcomb went on the COVID reserve today, yeah, of
2: as course. of like three hours ago. That's the scary part. Who is going to go on between yeah. now and Sunday? Yeah. There's going to be more. Yeah. So, um,
0: It'll be but, a tough finish to the year, boy. Yeah, so I mean, stranger things have happened. Hopefully, we can get some help. I mean, you know, if we went out and get get some help from other teams, who knows? But um, you know, what are what do y'all think some keys to the game is game are on Sunday with Dallas?
2: I mean, to be honest with you, we got a block. Yeah. yeah,
1: obviously, after last game, we definitely got a block. Yeah, well, so I was going to say, you know, last if we're not time, healthy, it's going to be it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Um, my, if we don't have the guys that we need, it's going to yeah. be a tough one. And it's not we, going to be like Philly. We yeah.
0: said last time we played Dallas, you know, that kind of got away from us really quick, and the uh, the offense became really one dimensional. Yeah, all that. Um, I think it'll be big. Um, you know, we need to kind of settle in early. We need, I like we said, as much as I love them. Taylor was really rattled during the Dallas game. I think him, trying to do too much. Yeah, him and the rest of the offense, I think we can get them to settle in early, kind of find their grooves that they had during that winning streak. I think, I think you know, obviously it's a different ball game there <clears throat> than the last game. Um, obviously need to be able to run the ball. Um, Gibson's apparently dealing with a toe injury that came after the game last night. I think that was just after his excuse after running the ball. Twenty times and having fifteen yards. It's similar to the
2: injury he had last year. so it makes me a little nervous myself.
0: Hopefully, um, hopefully we're getting McKissick back this week. But and then also, you know, off Dallas, you know, they have a a stellar defense. Um, They've been proving that. Um, But I think you know we still need to we still need to take advantage of their offense not playing very well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, obviously, we did that last game. As good as you know, as many points as they scored, you know we played a decent game defensively. Made Dak make some bad decisions, and he still hasn't found his groove yet. Um, They still got a couple guys banged up, so I think that will be, once again, that'll be huge. Um, We need to cover, obviously, Um, if we can stop the run again. You know, hold Zeke and uh, was it Pollard that the other dude? Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah, he'll be back this week, so that's. Um,
2: And just another variable. So it'll be tough. Yeah. I mean, the
0: defense has got a tall, I mean, the offense has the tallest task in front of them. But I think, I do think the defense can take advantage of Dak Prescott and, uh, you know, make him make some more bad decisions, get us the ball. And hopefully, you know, we can get a score quick, you know, and kind of keep the game at our
2: pace and in our favor throughout. So, yeah. Yeah. We can't get down like we did, you know, the way, the way, you know, like you Uh, talked about the way we did the first game. And, uh, you know, Like we talked about before that first game, we got to control the ball. That's how we won those four games in a row. We won it by dominating the time of possession, keeping the ball from the other team. we got to do that. Now, it's a tough task. I understand that. Dallas' defense is rolling. Uh, But, I mean, that's how we're going to win. That's how we won before. That's our chance to win now. Uh, And, you know, we, we need some turnovers, right? I mean, you think about that game last night if we don't get those two early turnovers, that game is probably a blowout. Yeah. That game that game is probably 30 to three, realistically. Right? It's probably a blowout. Um, so thank God we actually got those turnovers and put us in the game. It'd be great to get a couple of those. You know, make make Dak <clears throat> just like last game, you know, cause a few turnovers, maybe get like a Zeke fumble or something, G-A-T-A. and, uh, you know, make something yep, happen.
1: Yeah, it'd be yeah, nice to good. see some Skins fans in attendance. They always travel well to Dallas. Yeah. Um, so that's that's Shut something up to look that's something to look forward to. Um but yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be a tough day. To, the most important thing is like even if we're getting these guys back, you know, if I, I don't know if they're able to train or stuff like that, but um you know, they are they are they gonna be healthy? Are they gonna feel okay? Are they like Connor mentioned in the in the Philly game where we're uh you know, we're getting it's getting run down our throats, we're getting tired and are we going to be able to last and keep up? You know, after these, you know, missing missing these people and stuff like that. I hope they're in you know a good condition because right now we're not optimistic about the game like we were a couple weeks ago. Um, but hey, we, we weren't but...
2: optimistic about the Tampa Bay <clears throat> game, so you know, yeah. <laughs> you never know, <laughs> folks. Sure. Yeah. Real quick, shout out Jonathan Allen. Pro Bowl appearance First one in his career Shout out to him Starter Uh,
0: Starter.
1: One of the best
2: D linemen In the league One of the best D tackles In the league Shout out to him Uh, Shout out I guess To Brandon Sheriff too Uh, I think he's one of the most Overrated linemen In the league But hey shout out to him too Way to go boys
0: (laughs) Alright Moving on We got just some other NFL action uh, Some big scores Um, Chiefs Chargers uh, I believe it was last Thursday Last Thursday night. Yeah uh, Chiefs come out on top in overtime, thirty-four to twenty-eight. Got that call man, the
2: over. the uh, yeah. Chiefs win. Oh uh, yeah,
0: I won. Uh, oh yeah, won me some money, uh, seventy-eight dollars off a five-dollar bet in that game, same game parlay. So I think
1: that was thirty-five dollars. What? It was <laughs> <laughs> thirty-five dollar win, I thought. No, it was
0: sixty-five. No. That was another one. Oh. Um, Mahomes thirty-one for forty-seven, had four hundred and ten yards, three TDs. Uh, Kelsey, ten receptions, one ninety-one, and two TDs. Uh, Tyreek Hill went off too. <clears throat> um, let's see what else we got. Colts, Pats. Colts twenty-seven, Pats seventeen. Um, that was one. You know, we've talked about the Patriots haven't lost on the road yet this year. Huh. Obviously, and they almost came back and won. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was later on. Mac Jones yeah. early in that game though, he looked. Yeah, you know, he looked really uncomfortable. I, I know I haven't really seen that from him yet this season, but wow. it's funny because it's he, bound to happen. Yeah, and Winston, got, Winston yeah. didn't really do much. Winston was 5 for 12, yeah. 57 yards and a touchdown. Obviously, yeah, when man, they have. I don't you know, expect much. i oh mean, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan an Taylor, yeah. that dude Jonathan locks games That's down. A, That's the MVP this yeah. year. I'm sorry. Jonathan Taylor, 29, 29 carries, 170 yards and a touchdown. And then he breaks what, like the 70-some, 60-some, 70 yards? Yeah, to seal it. There are at the end to seal the win.
1: These dudes let my man, that dude, fall to me in the fifth round last year in my keeper league. So I kept nice. him this year. I get to keep him one more year mm-hmm. as a third-round pick next year. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, another big game,
0: obviously, Lions 30, Cardinals 12, yeah. Jared Goff 21-26, 216, and three TDs.
2: Um, we'll touch on that later on in the, the podcast. What? The Lions? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's mean. Good for them getting their, getting their second win after yeah. they uh, who they beat a couple of weeks ago, the Vikings. So nope. um, last second, I was, yeah, I think it was the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. They did. Yeah. You're man. Um, yeah,
1: I'm on Ross Saint Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. he's turning up. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. I got him in my dynasty. league. Sounded like that dude in uh, like night at the museum. Packers, <laughs> Packers,
0: thirty-one. Ravens, thirty. Uh, Packers clinch NFC North. Rodgers ties Brett Favre with 442 touchdowns. Um, as a Packer, obviously, he's got a chance and most likely will go ahead on Sunday. That was interesting. Do you watch the end of that game?
2: Oh, Ravens. Man, they went for two. Yeah,
0: Ravens at home go for two. Oh. <laughs> um,
2: I saw a thing. They, so they've gone for two twice to win a game this year, and they've missed both of them. Yeah. If they would have made both of them, they'd be in first place in the AFC right now. Yeah, And they... Missed both of them, and or excuse me, I think they'd be in first place in their division. I can't remember one or the other, uh, but they failed on both of those attempts. And right now, if the playoffs ended today, the they missed the playoffs, yeah. so <laughs> pretty crazy. Who's the who's AFC uh, super close right now?
0: Who's the Ravens' backup? Obviously, Lamar Jackson doesn't play, oh, I can't homie. Homie. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he, he was pretty, popular. they kind of ran, ran like the, the typical one of the popular two point conversion plays, a little sprint out, and they actually had the tight end kind of going across the back of the end zone. Uh, wide open D- Didn't see him Obviously tries to Throw it to the receiver Going towards the pylon Yeah but He played well
2: Tyler Hill played well But Two um, touchdowns Two rushing touchdowns He's yeah. he's, a, he's a good player
0: um, Saints over the Bucks, 9 nothing. First time Brady's been shut out super Since 0-6 that. Oh, yeah, that was super weird 9, by 9 by nothing. They had some injuries in in They were right? banged up
2: uh, Chris Godwin yeah. out for the year uh, They and, lost and Mike Evans in, well, yeah, in that game Yeah they lost Fournette In that game uh, so tough sledding for those guys. Couldn't see it, ha- you know. <laughs> couldn't see it happen to a yeah, better bunch, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, and the Saints got a good D. We saw that when we played them. Uh, Saints dominated us when we played them. Uh, now I, mean, I know we're a little little different than Tampa Bay's offense, but uh, yeah. See, see a goose egg for Tom Brady, and he like goes and cusses the coach out and yeah. <laughs> throws, it, throws yeah. a tablet on the sand yeah, man, Cry a little more, yeah, softy. Um, <laughs>
0: You know, not that anyone cares about Stephen A. Smith's opinion. I was looking at—I was on Twitter today, and he like tweeted his top five on the NFL. And one, he's got the Packers. Two, he's got the Chiefs. Three, he's got the Cowboys. Four, the Colts, and five, the Bucks. Yeah, it's a decent list. But like I said, I don't think the Cowboys should be three. Do you beat the Chiefs? I don't know if he's watched the Cowboys. or... Well play- that's surprising because he's an avid cowboy hater You know dude. what's yeah. gonna happen. They're gonna get the playoffs and they're gonna choke. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that he got him in there. I obviously has beat
2: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So
0: but moving on. Um Connor's probably been holding his breath for this one. We're gonna go on the P- uh, PNC championship. Um, the cat is back. <laughs> the cat is back. Um, team, team Daly takes it home at twenty seven under. Followed by Team Woods in second at 25 under. Um, I didn't re- I didn't realize I knew um, John Daly had the son, but I didn't I didn't realize he was old as he is. He's yeah, 18 yeah. and he plays at it plays
2: Arkansas. So I mean the kid he's a hitter. He's a hitter. He might, so I, t- I told you last set. week too. Uh, Justin Thomas and his dad they were in third place. They're really good too. Uh, but I mean come on, can we talk about Team Woods? Like we sat here three weeks ago, uh, blown away by the fact that Tiger Woods was yeah, I mean, sw- swinging a golf. Tiger club. Woods
0: is on the verge of having his leg amputated. Amputated, and here he is—you know, however many months later, playing, playing in a tournament, you know, with his son too, which makes it even cooler. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I want to touch on this. Charlie Woods is 12 years old.
2: Yeah, and the kid is the kid
0: is, is throwing darts. He's I mean, he's future. hitting. Did you see Justin Thomas like grab? He, I mean, he hit, hit a rope down the fairway, and he like, Justin Thomas is like grabbing his driver, looking at his driver. Yeah. Like, I mean, the like, kid, the kid is like that. There I was mean. a there was
2: a dude last week that he put a stat out there that it was something like, basically hating on Charlie, right? Saying that uh, it was crazy that people were hyping up Charlie because he wasn't even like in the top 100 players in Florida in his age group or something. Please. Like, look here, <laughs> like. You can say what you want about those kids playing in some slapdick tournament in the middle of nowhere, Florida. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Woods was just out on Charlie's PGA. out on a rage grind, that's Charlie <laughs> that's was out doing. on the PGA tour this weekend <laughs> with his dad in front of thousands of people and <laughs> on national television. Two point three million yes, more people watched the PNC than Championship. The open. Yeah, then watch Yes. The open. <laughs> and my man Charlie strolls up to seventeen. 170-yard par three and hits it to five freaking feet. Charlie Woods, buddy. Don't tell me that he's not in the top. I don't care. I don't care what 11-year-olds are doing in Florida. Charlie Woods is going to be a star, okay? Uh, And to top that, like I said, the fact that we didn't even think Tiger Woods would hit a golf club again, and he's out there. I saw a stat the other day that I think it it was like – his club head speed, or no, I think it was his ball speed. His average ball speed with his driver in that tournament last weekend was the same as Colin Morikawa's was on tour last year. Yeah. The same, right? So to say that he he can't compete and he's lost it, it's bullcrap. Colin Morikawa is what the number two golfer in the world right now, the the reigning Open champion. Tiger Woods is gonna be back, dude. Like I I was so excited watching this. The cat is back. Charlie is here to stay, and uh, I mean, so thing, that, things couldn't be better. Than
0: that, that. that brings up my next question. So in 97, Tiger won the Masters, right? He was 21 years old, three months, and 14 days. That's his first major ever, and that was the youngest person ever to win the Masters. Mm-hmm. So I, my I, my next question is yeah. one. I said obviously. To, I, said this Char- Bri- I said this to Brendan out yeah. today. Charlie's a, a, Charlie's now. a prodigy in, in the golf game, right? Is Charlie a ma- is he ever a major champion? 22. and win
2: over under twenty two for his first Masters. It's
0: inevitable. I mean, not even the Masters though. I'm just saying a major. He'll win a Masters. He's going to
2: win the Masters.
1: I mean, look at his dad. His dad's the greatest golfer ever. You, you know gotta understand? think like, like if
2: he if he gets the chance to play Augusta. Tiger's going to be his caddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tiger will be his caddy. Because realistically, what, he's 12 now, right? So yeah. that means he'll probably be like, I would say he'll play in his first Masters when he's, let's say he's 20. So it's eight years from now, right? Tiger, by that point, uh, will will just about be done, right? He will. Yeah. So Tiger will be his caddy. And if he's not his caddy, he's going to be there with him. Yeah. And he's going to show him every single shot to hit on that golf course. There's not a guy in the world that knows the Augusta National better than Tiger Woods does. And that's the truth. That's true. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's going to tell them where to hit it. He's going to show them where all the putts break. Uh, I mean, 22 years old, that's my over-under. Uh, you can bet on which side of that you want. Um, he's going to win it, though. Yeah. He's going to win it. Like, the, dude, the dude's just different, right? Take all your ratings and shove them uh, <laughs> when it comes to tournaments in front of people. Where you got to uh, to, to, to ball, kid um, shows up. Charlie Woods has got it. yeah, right. He's got. I mean, it.
1: And you, you know you hear he's going to have endorsement deals. He's going yeah. he's going to be rich. This kid's this kid's already rich yeah. first yeah. of all. But he's just yeah. like this. He's he's yeah. probably no, he one no of the face. most coveted young sports athletes in the world yeah. right now, just based off of his name. Um, yeah. And that's going to be pretty awesome. It's to watch. cool because
0: you've seen the videos of you know Earl Woods talking about Tiger when Tiger was little. He says, you know, Tiger like you're never gonna find somebody as mentally tough as you are and obviously gave him all these lessons and all that. And it's cool to think that, you know, this is stuff that is now getting to pass down. Yeah, stuff to, to do it to, yeah, to Charlie. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So and that's that's awesome. And I don't know if any any of the viewers haven't seen the video yet, um of Tiger talking about their kind of similarities on the course where he's watching the video. It's it's a really cool a uh, really cool thing to watch, and he, and he points out like the timing of the club twirl and, uh, and picking up the tee off the ground. I mean, they are literally yeah, it's, it's, it's a spitting image of, of each other.
2: It's kind of scary. So, uh, dude, shout out John Daly, repping heater still yeah. on the golf course, <laughs> and just winning. Yeah. That dude's like, is there, is, there, is, there a, is there a guy who, I mean, the dude's got two majors and probably put more effort into being good at golf, or excuse me, has probably put less effort. And to be good at golf than any major champion ever, and the dude's got two majors. Like you want to just talk about some raw country boy talent? <laughs> John Daly is your man. I said last
0: week on on my pick, he, he's he's always said he plays his best uh, best golf yeah. drunk, yeah, drunken and barefoot. Right, he said I've set multiple. He's, yeah, 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 he's like he's Can like he said that? he said he's <laughs> set multiple course records. Uh, barefoot in, Brooklyn, which I mean, is awesome. Uh, yeah, you gotta love it. Yeah, he's the camel. He, he said that in an yeah, interview. Like water. People try right. torque on the, tour the camel because he doesn't drink any water. <laughs> <laughs> Chugging beer and diet coke. Shooter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we got combat sports. Um, Gabe wanted to touch on this, obviously, with the with the Paul fight last weekend. There's a lot of, a lot of speculation kind of going around. Um, Around that, but I'll kind of let him, you know, take the brunt of this.
1: That fight was rigged, man. (laughs) Plain and simple. I mean, I cannot believe he's. We're going to introduce something here in a little bit, and I'll get a little bit further into that. But I cannot believe they let this kid rig another fight. Like I'm, I'm just seriously curious how this is actually even allowed to happen. Like these athletic commissions are allowing these fights to happen and this dude is getting away with the things he's getting away with like yeah it's great that um you know he's giving some of his purse to these undercard fighters and taking less money and stuff like that pretty cool but the fact that he's actually having legit fighters believe that he's doing well and actually knocking these people out on his own is unbelievable and I wonder, like, who's in on this, you know, this plot, because this dude is going to keep on the road he's keeping on, and he's going to see the wrong people on the street someday, I feel like. It's like, and you know, he thinks he's a boxer, and yes, he may be putting in the work, but he's putting in the work for a fixed fight, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's looking good, he's trying to do this, that, and the other, and yeah, he might be training, but you can't sit here and tell me that that fight was not absolutely rigged on on Saturday. I mean, Tyron Woodley is a world-class UFC superstar and to you think that he's just going to drop his left hand when he when he knows what punch is coming. He knows that right hand is coming to his face as soon as he drops his left hand. So there's absolutely no way that this fight is not rigged. Again, I can't. I just can't believe they're letting him get away with this stuff. It's just. It's frustrating. The only reason I it was even. I even saw it is because we were showing it at work. That's his only fight I've ever watched, and it. You know, it's 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 entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Because it has people actually truly believing stuff, and you know, until you dissect the film after it, you know, people in the stands are you know not knowing what's going on because they're not seeing. You know all of the the setups that come behind it where you know as Cam sent me a video of, you know Jake Paul like turning his glove a couple times leading up in the in the five seconds before he throws that punch to knock out Woodley he's like turning his glove almost initiating like alright this is where I'm gonna throw that punch up upstairs and knock you out and Tyron Woodley like you built your reputation on being like a respectable you know pound-for-pound world champion in the UFC and, like, breaking people's jaws and stuff. And, like, for money, you're coming out here and selling out to a YouTube star. And I just can't believe that's what you want your character to be and be remembered as. Like, you guys went the distance in the first fight for whatever reason. But, like, for you to come into that ring and, like, sell yourself for money to be knocked out by this kid is just absolutely, like... And your mom was in there celebrating afterwards. So this kid made you rich. <laughs> I, I know he made you rich because your mom's in there laughing afterwards. So, man, you just keep saying thank you to the Pauls because they made you. You know they made you rich. I, I, hurt. Yeah, I, I'm just, it's just, it just does not make any sense. It's, it doesn't make any sense because people like him are frauds. Because you build yourself on a reputation in the UFC like you're this big bad dude and. Now you're just you're just giving yourself away. So, right. you know, in other news and real fighting news, shout out to my man Derek Lewis in the heavyweight division in the UFC, getting his thirteenth knockout in UFC, most in UFC history. Really? Absolutely, That's the most, most in history. UFC history, most knockouts in UFC history. So really? Derek Lewis is a bad man. Is that the, which one is that? The That's uh, my, my balls, balls are, are sweaty. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my balls are yeah. hot. You know, I was telling Connor the other day. I was like, my man was in the interview this week because the dude he was fighting was a, a former cop from Philadelphia. So he was like in the interview, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna have my guard up. I'm not gonna let him Rodney King me in this ring this weekend." <laughs> so dude is always, uh, dude is always uh, hilarious. He he was saying afterwards too. He was like, they were asking him if he was you know, if he got called for a title fight, if he would do another title fight. He was like, man. If y'all make that, those title fights three rounds, you can call my phone. Other than that, do not call my phone because I'd be tired. <laughs> like my bad is, is, is tough. So actually a good fight I'd like to see next a couple weeks. Or no, it was last week we talked about a man Shuey tied to Avase versus Derek Lewis would be a, a, a sick fight and an awesome main event. So Dana White, if you're listening, uh, let's, let's make that fight happen next in the heavyweight division. That's a, I mean, that, that was the last yeah, that was yeah. the last UFC card of the uh, of the year, and there's no more boxing for the year. So looking forward to uh, the heavyweights kicking us off with the pay per view on January 22nd and the new year is going to be a cracker.
2: Um, oh my god! A little
1: bit other news. Wise. I don't
0: know if y'all saw this. Um, got Carmelo Anthony got ejected last night for a no call. To <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. See, so was the was the
2: NBA. Yeah, he's
0: on the Lakers. Well, that but no, you know, <laughs> did
1: you see Adrian Peterson's Instagram post uh-huh. today? He was calling out the referees. He's yeah. like, "How can we not be having something in place where Adrian the, Peterson Adrian, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> the, I'm going to read this for you real quick. The, why is it? It's no. kind of
0: weird. The Lakers. I don't know if you I mean, you don't, but you know, Gabe. They're like under they're under
1: they're, they're sixteen
0: and sixteen. They're yeah. seventh in the West. I mean, the other night. So uh, I'm a LeBron fan, right? right? So, I don't watch much NBA basketball outside of the Wizards, but I will watch the Lakers when on uh, prime time just to I watch LeBron. This. And I watched them play the Timberwolves the other night, and I mean... They just they just looked really discombobulated. They lost 110 to 98, or 92. Carmel Anthony Towns. I told you why, man. Balled
1: on them. can't win with yeah. Russ. Balled on them with I 28 points. I love Russ,
2: but you can't win championships. Yeah. When you
1: Russ. have this quote-unquote great team all these great players, well, it's say, like they're not even trying. Yeah. Right well, listen now. to this roster.
0: They got Carmel and Anthony, Anthony Davis, who is out right now in the MCL, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan, Rajon Rondo. I mean, they obviously signed it last week to a ten-day contract. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, and then the greatest player of all time, LeBron. And it's, it's just like, it's, it's a laugh, y'all know, y'all, y'all know that's, a, that's an argument for a different episode. But y'all, y'all know. But Lynchburg got this dude luncheon. <laughs> anyway, it's just it's and LeBron quoted last night and said. He doesn't really know what this team can be yet, and then to me, that's just like the typical like my team sucks, and I don't want to say mm-hmm. it quote, which I thought was kind of funny. So, but yeah, it's just kind of weird that you know they have as many big names as they do on that team, and they're just really not not that good. Yeah. And as Connor said, I'm I'm a believer, and you can't really win with Russell Westbrook. I mean, you look back to the you know some of the teams he's been on, look back to the really thunder teams when he can he's win. Not, you can't win the championship. Yeah, yeah, either. yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. I mean, you got. Katie and James Harden, obviously, can't do anything. But All right, so moving on. Next, we're going to go to our winner of the week, but we're also going to add in a new part of that segment and add in the loser
2: of the week. Will so, we go first? Yeah, if you would like. I'm going to start ahead. us off with the loser of the week, and we're going to go back to Sunday. When the NFC leading Arizona Cardinals roll in to play the Lions and lose, the one eleven and one Lions and the NFC leading Cardinals roll in there. You would have won some big money. If they let Jared Goff for throw for two hundred sixteen yards and three touchdowns. Uh, your boy St. Brown a hundred or ninety yards and a touchdown. Uh, Kyler Murray. I mean, more, almost more incompletions than he had completions and interception. Uh, my man Chase Edmonds, not very good. Uh, just a just a rough day all around. And uh, when you thought they were going to bounce back and you know have a good week, hey, here's a pick me up game against the Lions, right? Uh, <laughs> big old big old L. So <laughs> so the Arizona Cardinals, my losers uh, of the week. Who's your loser of the week, Gabe?
1: I kind of alluded to this earlier, but yeah, Tyron Woodley, you're trash, bro. I'm just keep it simple. Like, you're a loser of the week, bro. Like I took a picture with you, and I'm just going to like untake it on my phone, bro. <laughs> Sold yourself oh. to the polls. Uh,
0: as much as I hate to say it, my loser of the week is going to be the Washington football team. Not because I think they suck, but in terms of just having an awful week, yeah, I think they are they have an obviously had an awful week. Have a awful <laughs> week. Um, terms we had, having you it know, with, week. The COVID stuff the injuries going into philly shipping our benches up there and then getting you know our face rubbed in the dirt a little bit yeah, you know, putting our, our ta- putting our tail between yeah. our legs and you know playing the way we did that's uh pretty self-explanatory so back to the top we got for winter. let's
2: go uh winner of the week i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with two of them they're both two NFL teams and I think proved a lot this week. Uh, first one is going to be the Chiefs. We talked about this last week. They had a big matchup, uh, AFC matchup, against their division rival, the Chargers. Uh, they came out victorious in that game, overtime game, 34-28. to 28. Big time win for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, who people were counting out uh, a month and a half ago, are now 10-4 and four and right at the top of the AFC. Uh, Got to give a lot of credit to them. And then my, uh, my second team, my second winner of the week, is going to be the Colts. Uh, I mean, this is a team that's progressively gotten better throughout the year. Um, they can run the ball, which, as we've talked about, is huge when it comes time to to playoff football in, you know, cold, harsh conditions. And they went up against a Patriots team last week. That was 9-4, and four, probably the hottest team in the entire league. And uh, they took it to them, and they really dominated them for most of that game. And Patriots, you know, they came back a little bit at the end. Uh, but, you know, as we touched on, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, the dude's a beast. I hope he's the MVP. I, I love watching that dude, man. Uh, uh, big win for them. So uh, Chiefs and Colts, my, my uh, winner's of the week.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go to the other realm of sports, and we're going to go to basketball. Uh, Jake Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um so I got the winner of the week is the Brooklyn Nets, and I say that because they got Kyrie on his way back. He entered back into the protocols. Um, you know, is an absolute baller. He's ready to start bringing himself back into the mix. You know, anytime you have a superstar player like that that's out, you're gonna feel it no matter who it is, and especially Kyrie. So the, man, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the Nets as one of my winners of that the man week. Thinks the only the earth is flat, bro. <laughs> hey, but he can play basketball. <laughs> Uh the next winner of the week is all all three of these people are uh, are winners of the week and honestly this happened like right after the podcast last week Jackson State University uh getting oh, getting Travis Hunter committed to you know their university and Shout uh, out De- Dion. yeah Dion Sanders <laughs> bringing him there so I think that's exciting not for the fact that you know he's you know the number one recruit but this kid's going to go play with one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time and, and get to learn all of the ins and outs of, you know, what made him prime time. And I think that's really exciting. He got uh, he obviously got really excited about that to uh, to be able to commit there. So that'll be cool for uh, for him to kind of start building his legacy. If he goes
2: bad, he can transfer like every other kid in college football. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs)
1: um, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, he could go. We could play there one year, soak up all the knowledge. So, (laughs) yeah, that was uh, that was a big one that we saw just shortly after our podcast last week. Slammering.
0: All right. My winner of the week is going to be the University of Lynchburg baseball team. The um, yeah. boys boy set the school and record. The school record of wins last year with 35. We're uh, in the last 16 teams in. Um, got disrespected all year last year. Never got put in the top 25. Even at the end of the year, after being in the, in the top 16 teams in. Um, Won more games than any team in the country except for two. Still didn't make it into the final top 25. Um, cracked the top 25 yesterday and the preseason rankings at 25, which is uh, extremely disrespectful. But, you know, uh, you you're going to hear you know, you're gonna hear For me somewhere. first, uh, the boys can ball. So uh, keep a tab on them. They're my winner of the week, and they're going to be a problem this spring. Mark my words. <clears throat> and, Moving okay. on, uh, we got our lock of the week. I'm going to let Gabe take this one first because me and Connor don't, haven't even looked at it yet. I got I don't know one. I you got have one? One, I got one? Yeah, no, I have one. What game I, are you I betting mean, on? Dolphins, Dolphins and Saints. Saints. Dolphins and Saints. Ooh, it's tough. What's this? Uh, that's, that's Saints, are, what do you Saints are a
2: three-point favorite against I'm, the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm going out on a limb Tua here. Tua has been rolling. <laughs> I'm Tua going out on, on
1: a limb here. <coughs> right. Okay. you I'm for no picking our football team. There's no way. I'm picking our football team to get a lock of the week this week. Um, hopefully the health bug is on my side, and well, we come out and play healthy. And I'm gonna, I'm picking. I mean, we got, we got, co- we got to light the fire cover. back. It's eleven, po- it's eleven <laughs> no, points. No, just say they're gonna cover. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I'm, I think I'm three. I think I'm three and one right now, so I'm comfortable with that and, and going with that. So football team beating <laughs> the Cowboys in Dallas. I just I need that man. I need that to talk that shit next week, boys. Okay? I can't take a- <laughs> oh, another I, I, <laughs> I, I, I need that. I need that. It, it, it really you,
2: can't
1: 0-3. <laughs> you can't go zero and three. You can't go zero and three in a row against the NFC East, let alone the Cowboys twice. So all y'all that were excited two weeks ago, you better We're coming. <laughs> with our bitches. <laughs> <laughs> with our heat bitches.
2: With our bitches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Dolphins. Dolphins are my lock of the week. They play, play on Monday Night Football next week. It's the Saints. They are three-point underdogs. Uh, they've been playing well. Saints kind of been treading water. Give me the Dolphins. Lock of the week. My lock Tua, of the week. Tua's turning into Come the up. star <laughs> that I said he would be. Tua is turning into a star. Go ahead, Cam. Uh Sunday at 1 o'clock, <laughs> we got the Baltimore
0: Ravens uh, at the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to take the Ravens on the money line over the Bengals. Both are 8-6. and six. Obviously, the Ravens have had a couple games you're betting right against there.
2: You better Joe Burrow, huh? No, <laughs> nah, come on. Bust. No, so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, but I, I think the Ravens get back on track this week. They're plus 128. Uh, take them on the money line. I think they get a win here. All right, so finishing our last category today for our random one-point lead with six minutes left in the first half. All right, good. One point. Um, One point. Relax. Random category this week. We uh, kind of put our heads together, and we decided that we were going to do a game from the past or a sporting event from the past and a sporting event in the near future that if you could have a ticket to what it would be. Yeah, if you could so, get
1: if you get a Christmas present to a game from the past or the yeah. future. What do you So let's do future. Let's do I'll, the future. Like to do
2: future first. Uh, how near does it have to be? I mean, so I I, I mean, it, it could, could be, be eventual. Be, okay, if yeah, it could eventual. be any future ticket. I mean, I yeah, think any we all three would say the exact same answer. Yeah. Uh, and that's when the Washington Redskins play for a super, super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I think that easy. would be an easy That answer.
0: that's an easy one. Um, I, I took this down the road as it was like this year. This year, so well, I I said Sunday's t- Sunday tickets to the Masters. Yeah, I think that would obviously. that be I mean, cool. any that also would be another any
2: time. I think I would I would get like Final Four and uh, National Championship tickets for when Coach Cave coaches his final game in the National Championship game this year. I think that'd be a pretty sweet. That's what ticket. I'm saying.
1: We're we're out here trying to speak this into existence. Yeah, that'd as be a well, pretty boy, sweet so. ticket. Oh, um, I mean,
2: you know, we're looking <laughs> looking good so far. <laughs>
1: I went. I went coming up in the future. I went with something that's already been confirmed for twenty twenty four, and that's the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Uh, uh, yeah. You guys know that. You, you guys know that Vegas is my uh, is my second home. So I got a uh, about seven hundred and sixty five days to figure out how I'm going to be there. But he's
2: already, I uh, he already thinks he's going to be sick that day.
1: I'm plotting I'm it. Working. So I told my regional manager. I was like, when they announced it, I was like, hey. What well, can I, uh, my You, I need to be off on February, I think it's like the 10th, 2024, for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And he was like, uh, maybe if you're working for Applebee's at that time, <laughs> but not for Buffalo Wild Wings. So I'm, um, uh, I'm up to something because <laughs> it's a it's, I've, <laughs> I've been to incredible events and weekends in Vegas, but I know that Dana White is going to throw a hell of a UFC card that Saturday before because they're used, they used to have the great. UFC fight nights the night before the Super Bowl, um, and they're actually getting back to it this year. Adesanya is fighting on February twelfth versus Whitaker. So I know that Dana White in twenty twenty four is going to have an illustrious UFC card <laughs> the night before the Super Bowl, and Vegas is you know there's always millions of things to do. So I'm um I'm plotting and I'm saving. I think it was like six dollars a day right now to be able to have the money I need to go to $6 that weekend. Yeah, six dollars yeah. a day for the next seven hundred and sixty-five days. So, you guys know me; I'm on a plan, baby. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, don't challenge me. I'm trying to make this happen. I start
0: anything again. <laughs> um,
1: game from the past. Game, for the game past. from the
2: past. We you got. You already know what I'm about to say. <laughs> go ahead. What? 2019 match. Oh man, I had to. Why would not, not say it, Yeah, you know, dude. The the return to the cat uh, was <laughs> something nobody ever thought would ever happen again, and uh, you know. And we Jim, were almost. We wanted man, to go, man. And Jim Jim Nance said it, man. The return to greatness. Uh, I mean, to to be there that day, that would have been special. Uh, you know, a couple other ones. I mean, you can go down the line with the with the Redskins Super Bowls uh the Riggins run, be there during that one, that would have been pretty cool. Duke uh, Championship. You know, the know, the Duke Championships two thousand ten. Uh watching like watching, watching Shire and Nolan Smith and uh you know of course two thousand fifteen watching Quinn Cook. That would be cool. Um another one on my honorable mention. Um as cool as it would have been to be uh in um Houston when we beat the Astros in game seven um, I would have loved to have been at the wild card game in 2019 when we played the Brewers and uh, Juan Soto hit the ball and went, went by the the right fielder and we scored the runs to go up and the dudes in the crowd were, like, throwing the beers in the air. Like, that would have been awesome. Yeah. So, I think uh, one of those. While we're on the topic of honorable mentions, I'll go ahead and throw a couple of them. I think Miracle, the
0: Miracle on Ice is up there. Yeah. Um, like you said, any of the Redskins uh, – Championships. I would have liked to be at Game Seven of the NHL, like the Stanley Cup Finals when we won. Um, we pulled Ronnie Lane earlier. He said his decision was the, <laughs> Kirk, the, the Dodgers. Kirk Gibson. Ronnie roster. Lane. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. But we got four escape
1: I went. You know, I went the same route as, as Connor. I said the 2019 Masters with Tiger Woods as well because I just think that was the well, the thing was is we we had talked about not in depth and seriousness because the ticket prices if you cannot get them for retail are so expensive right, oh, right. but we we the three of us bid or excuse All me we not spend bid money like Abe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us the three of us um try for the masters tickets at face values every year um, so it's always been on our list and will continue to be on our list until we go but that year i, I remember just like vividly talking about it and and trying to make it work and we didn't and then Tiger won and we just thought back like how incredible that would have been but you guys obviously know me that I get you know I try to do a bunch of stuff I have a bucket list of sports so you know um, while I wasn't at the you know while I wasn't in Houston or Las Vegas when we won those you know championships for the Nationals and the Capitals I was in Capital One Arena I was in Nats Park you know when we won those championships so that was that was awesome to be there. Um, you know, I've obviously been to Mayweather-McGregor, uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao, or some other big stuff, and I've seen the you know the Cavs and the Warriors play in the NBA Finals. So I got across cross the Super Bowl off my list um, one day for sure. The Masters, obviously, like we talked about as well. So um, yeah, I mean, my list keeps growing year after year. <clears throat> We all, right, all went so, to Cameron Indoor a yeah, couple years true. ago. Cross that off our list together. <laughs> the Austin
0: Rivers, uh, when Austin Rivers hit the three at UNC oh, yeah, to beat UNC, that was probably the only good thing Austin Rivers ever did for us yeah, in thing, uniform. Yep, that's saying. That yeah, we'll would have been really be cool. Um, I've been saying that for years. So I'm going to travel back to 1998 in Game 6 in the, of the NBA Finals in, uh, in Utah. Bulls are playing the Jazz. Bulls are trying to win their sixth championship. You're talking about the greatest basketball player the greatest player
2: basketball player, player of all time. It's a game winner. <laughs> nah, I think Brown was a young kid. I'm surprised
1: you didn't say LeBron's block in, in the <laughs> <Yeah>. 2016 <laughs> nah, listen, uh, NBA
0: Finals. By any means, I'm not a, not a hater. but We know. He's not the best of all time. Anyway, get back to
1: Um Trying to win their six games. Cameron Lane's a recent LeBron fan. <laughs> uh,
0: second um, and trying to beat the Jazz in six games two years in a row. Um, the games in Utah, and if you watch the last dance, they talk about how just electric it was at the Jazz games back then. Um, Michael Jordan's kids and his wife talked about how like they didn't even go to the games that were in Utah because the fans in the stadium was just so crazy. But anyway, um, with under a minute to play, they're down 83 86. Michael Jordan takes Brian Russell to the rack for an easy bucket 85 86. They come back down the floor. Uh, they've been picking low all night. Carl Malone. Everybody knows. Rooks yeah, gets the <laughs> yeah <I'm> just
1: describe it.
0: <laughs> gets a steal, comes back down the floor. Obviously hits the step back slash push off on Brian Russell. <laughs> Nothing. So that's going to do it uh, for us this week on the Weekend Sweep Sports Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you listening as always, and we'll see you guys next week. Go Skids.